up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ree, coming back at you with another episode of Retake, a podcast on perspective. Y'all, this is the college series. Today, we will be welcoming in my boy, Sente, amazing friend, loyal friend to me and my man. He's been such a great person um, to get to know over the past year and a half, almost two years at Eastern. He is a devoted father, athlete, so many other things, y'all. He has that little Georgia twang to him, little Southern Belle accent. So I'm excited uh, for y'all to hear his perspective, y'all. I know he's going to shed some light on so many different things within this podcast, you know, being a father, being an athlete, and being a first-generation college student. So without further ado, y'all, let's get my man in here, start the Zoom meeting. Hold up one second. Can you hear me, Sente? Okay, okay. What's up, Sente? How you doing today? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. So right now we are live on retake, welcoming you into the college series, my man. I know you have so many different things that you can bring to the people as far as college, you know, being a father, first generation, athlete, all of those things. But I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell the people what you think they need uh, to hear, what they want to know. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 ma'am. Um, what else do I want? Just tell them whatever you want to know. I mean, personally, like I said, I know you're going to shed such a different light on the college experience being what you've been through. So, I mean, if you just want to get right into it, we can. You don't have anything else you think they need to know? One of the reasons why I felt like I definitely needed you on this series 
is one just your demeanor your character the type of man that you are and the way that you carry yourself um in the introduction i mentioned that we met each other about almost two years ago now and i feel like yeah. we've, we've grown to know each other so much through so many different situations good and bad and it's just been super dope to meet somebody like you who's so calm and calculated and really just kind of you think about everything that you're doing and how it's going to affect you how it's going to affect the people around you and you know even through like mistakes i feel like you're the type of person who always 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 learns from them so it's crazy to see somebody like that who carries themselves like that in college you know what i mean and especially coming from where you come from you know being in a position to not have a father to raise you you know you've raised yourself you've been raised by your mama you know the little village you were in whatever they call it you know but coming from where you come from i want you to touch on what were the difficulties and like the the best parts of leaving from where you came from to go to college like why did you choose to go to college and what difficulties did you face in making that decision? Okay. Um, first, I went to college, I ain't gonna lie, for education, but most definitely I keep playing football. Like, mm-hmm. That was my, my passion and everything. Like, they always say, um, coaches and stuff, gonna use you, this and that, but you use them for the same, you use them, you use them as well. Like, I'm getting this free education, I play something I love, that's a win-win situation. Um, but, um, the environment I was in, or like difficulties and stuff, um, really just like not following the back, not following the crowd, mm-hmm. um, doing stuff you know you weren't supposed to. Don't get me wrong, everybody did, done, did stuff, did, man. They childhood memories that they have fun, it's just not, it's just that not getting attached to it. Mm-hmm. To something like that. It's, a, it's an addition, don't get addicted to it. Um, cause in a day like these kids, like a lot of kids are easily influenced, so they gonna keep going. But you gotta know when to separate yourself. Um, like I said, and then a lot of a lot of things just like I had to teach myself. It's some things that women can't teach you. A man got to teach you, mm-hmm. or whatever. So the people that was showing love, or whatever, was the people that was, you know what I'm saying doing all the wrong things and stuff but it was like shoot they showing me they, they they showing me love and stuff like they they teaching me some stuff that men supposed to teach another another man or a boy going to a man like mm-hmm. but that's that was that's the you know what i'm saying like that's what it comes with that's what happens um but like i said you gotta have a, a strong mind you gotta have a mind of your own it's coming out of place like that like if you see everything around you you gonna have to I don't want this. I don't want this for my kids. I don't want this for future. Like I just don't. So you put that in the back of your mind. Exactly. You gonna leave it. You gonna leave it. Like that's that's that, that's the main reason why. It's true. This is true. And I think one of the things that I always, when I think of Sente, I think of this. Like, I know that the circumstances that you come from are adverse. They're difficult. Like, there's something, like, you're literally in a position right now, having just graduated with your bachelor's and having two sons in college. Like, you are in a position that you should not be in right now, statistically. But you beat the odds. You got out the hood. You went to college. You got your degree. You had two babies in the midst of college, and you still have been successful all while keeping your calm, calculated, different demeanor. Yeah, most definitely. But you gotta, you gonna have to, 
gonna have to keep that. There's gonna be times when you gonna get. There's gonna be times when you uh when you going through something, you get tested. I mean, like, what is this? Somebody trying you, or you feel me? This might be a life or death situation, and and you gonna have to know you gotta keep calm. Like, I'm doing something better myself. Like, I'm in a, I'm in a good position. A lot of people, a lot of people back at home don't even ever ever never dreamt of going to college. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, like, dang, like, shoot, it's a blessing. I don't want to mess up this opportunity. So you, you gotta think. You gotta think. It's all you gotta think first. Exactly. So one of the major things that I feel that you can shed so much light on and give so much expertise and advice for is fatherhood in college. Like, so when you first found out, Cynthia, that you were going to be a college because you're you're a you're a young father. So when you first found out you were going to be a father, like what was going through your head being in college thinking like, dang, like, how am I going to balance this? Like what first went through your head and what did you choose to do throughout your college experience to ensure that you were being the father that you didn't have, essentially? Okay. Um, the first thing in my head was like, so, I'm going to provide. I'm going to be in school all the way across the other side of the world and then still provide, like, Okay, buy this, buy that. Cause I didn't have an understanding of that. Oh, I can just send this money down, or or me, or me knowing like if if the female, if my if my father, if my if the kids, if my if the mother, of my kids, if we was to get into or, or end or something, try to say I, I I haven't did nothing about me being away. So I had to learn all those stuff like what to do, like even paper trail or or just like be smart about everything. Um, but anyway though, um. What I did do was my priorities, or, or like I said this before, like that, that I said this before in uh, uh, one of your past uh, um, podcasts on um, um, the priorities and needs and wants. Yeah. Um, and you know, in college, we barely, you know, what I'm saying we barely get money. We got a, we got a budget our money anyway. Uh, yeah. We do this and stuff all the time. So, but I start realizing, like, okay, I'm not gonna go out. Buy no fast food when I got bread or food or stuff in the house, mm-hmm. and just wasting money that I could be sending back home and stuff. Like, them, them, them what you saying, dude? That, that's that's hard. You feel me? I want this, but I know I need to provide, put food in my child's mouth too. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna send that fast food money at home. You know what I'm saying? Everything counts. As long as you're showing you, you trying, but um, um. What was um, about the father? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are some of the difficulties that you faced? What are the things that you felt that you did in the midst of being a college student and balancing? Like, because you had to balance a lot, bro. I've watched you balance it. I don't know how you do it, but student athlete and a father in college, you being pulled in all types of different directions. Like, but see, see, I always kept like a positive mindset. Yes. I'm like, like, almost one thing I can say, like, it might sound like a lot, but it's really all a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, for one, I don't like being at home. I really don't. The reason why I really come back is my immediate family. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course, my family within. So it's like, okay, I really, I don't like going home, but I'm going to do that or whatever. I'm going I'm to stay, all that stuff. But it's like, it's, it's kind of hard, like, because, like, I'm far away from home. I don't like being home. That's a blessing. I'm going to get 
expanding my contacts and stuff. So it's like, that's the blessing. Like, it just, it just really all the best. Everything might seem like, shoot, I got, I got class, I got practice, um, study hall, then still got to make time to talk to my kids. Like, it's all, all those are blessings. So once you turn all the negative into positive, really you really can get over it that's what really kept me pushing kept me motivated like everything everything got negative but it's too positive in the end yeah that's how that's how i really just think about it yeah you really do move like that (laughs) that's that's synthe honestly like i said cool calm collect demeanor and you really don't fold under the pressure at all, ever. I've never seen Sente fold under any type of pressure at all. It's <laughs> it's crazy. I love it. But also, I think you're missing one very important thing, Sente. I got to boost you a little bit because you're, you're leaving out the part about the presence that you have in your son's life. Like, I think one of my favorite things about you, bro, is to see, like, what a good father you are. Like... It's so crazy to me, Sente, to sit here and be in the presence of somebody who wasn't raised by a man. You know, you were raised by your mama, raised by your family, but you are an amazing father. Like, you made up right now. Like, you would do your best to make up for the deficit that you had as far as not having a father. And, you know, you are very present in your son's life. I can I can tell you how many times me and Sente were over there playing pool, and he's on the phone FaceTiming or calling in and... His sons are smart. They know how to read. They know how to write. They talk well. Like, he really makes his presence in his son's life known. And he will stop whatever he's doing to ensure that they know that he's there as a father. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, thank you. For real. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's a blessing. It's a blessing. Like, I always, I always say, when I had kids, I want to give them what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Ten times better, ten times better, and it's crazy because my situation is definitely different because I have two two boys. Mm-hmm. Like in in these times right now, like somebody got to raise somebody got to raise these these young men, like uh, boys into men. Like somebody got to raise. It, it ain't too many, too many these days that um raise single mother and stuff. And turned out, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, not to say bad, but, you know what I'm saying? But just... It's different. Keep going. Yeah, different. Yeah, different. Just different. But a lot of, like, times, like, a lot of boys meet men, they, like, they just, they just, they just do. But that's, but that's why I say, like, I'm always be there. Like, I don't care. They can be, get, get older. Whatever they need, I'm going to be there. Like, I'm going to be there. Because to this, to this, I ain't going to lie. Like, to this, um, to this, like, to right now, like, sometimes I one thing you have absolutely done like Sente could be on a road trip in the middle of a freaking game Uh, he gonna ask to FaceTime or he's gonna be there as a dad and I think that is such a beautiful thing about you to see how like I feel like a lot of people me personally thinking about having a child in college bro I can't I literally cannot even I can't and somehow you come out on top of that you know what I mean and having a son and having the opportunity to 
do what wasn't done for you. Like when I think of you said that, I think of this. So I watched this like sermon a couple weeks ago, right? And it was talking about how it's one thing to be a boy. You know, when you're a boy, you got the parts. You know what I mean? You got the you you got the parts, you're a boy, but just because you're a boy and you have the parts doesn't mean that you're a man. And then just because you're a man doesn't mean that you can be a father. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. you have to know how to transition. You have to um, you have to have the guidance from somebody too, or at least you have to oh, yeah. make the mistakes and learn from them in order to transition from a boy to a man and then a man to a yeah. father. Because all of that is a choice, essentially. You yeah. can't like you could be a boy and not be a man. And you could be a man yeah. and not be a father. But somehow, yeah. even as young as you are, since they just turned 23, y'all, like it literally <laughs> blows my mind. But you found a way to make that transition, learn from any mistakes that you've made, bounce back, turn the lessons into blessings, and that's just how you do it. Like, that's really how you do it. decision you know what i mean you make the choice and you move you move into that so also you know in addition to fatherhood you know being a student athlete that's a difficult thing to do like i've seen you i see david i've seen all the people like a lot of people that i love like struggle through the adversity that comes with being a student athlete and y'all sente is a dope football player like dope football player i'm not kidding with you i'm gonna boost your head again i have seen this man play numerous times over and over again on injuries that people don't know about on injuries that people do know about i've seen him sacrifice his body i've seen him sacrifice his damn mind i've taken him to the freaking doctor's appointments and he still balls out because he has a bigger vision so as far as being a student athlete what kind of advice sente do you have for any student athletes that are tuning into this podcast like being in college what are the do's and don'ts of being a student athlete Mm-hmm. That's definitely, that's, that's number one, because it's going to be 
times where, okay, dang, I got a test, I got a test this morning, but I don't got to practice till 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock or something, but I got a class first thing in the morning, do, do I, and I can't be late, I got a quiz or something, do I actually shoot a little shower, you know what I'm saying, chill, eat breakfast and stuff before lunch, I mean, I mean before class, or do I just go straight in, do I just go, go in straight from practice? Like, it's gonna be times where, oh, it's too much on me. Like, then we on the road, we got a big game, but I got an exam coming up, and you gotta get the exam done. You got to. You gotta mm-hmm. do it. You on the road playing the game. Like, it's just gonna be all that stuff, but you gotta be level headed. That's one thing you have to do. You gotta be level headed because, shoot, we might, I might lose a game Saturday. Shoot, Sunday, shoot. My son wanna talk to me all day, but I gotta go to, and I gotta go to film or something. And then you feel me? It's just gonna be like, oh, I'm not feeling it no more. Like I want to just quit. Like I want to just be done with everything. Yeah. But it's like you always gotta remember, like oh, it's a blessing. I'm here for a reason. Yes. And my number one, my, my number one rule for myself is don't quit. Like I got it. I got a tat. I got a tattoo on me, on, uh, tattooed on my chest. Like don't quit. I don't care if you start, you don't finish. Like that's just something like I was. That's that was something really was instilled into me. That's one of those. Uh, what that was. I was instilled in as a youngin, like as a young child. My mama definitely instilled in me, don't quit. If I start it, I'm gonna finish. Yeah. And whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it because I wanted to. Not because what anybody else say I had to do or I'm just falling behind somebody. Like it was definitely that was instilled in me. So if you if you're a student athlete, the main thing is level head, time management, and whatever you do, do it from start to finish. I love that. That's some great advice right there. That's some great advice. I love it. Um, lastly, I think another thing you can give some good advice on is being a first generation student. Like right now, me and you, we are both first generation students coming from some difficult home life situations. And when you're in that type of position, y'all, and I know there's definitely going to be some people that are listening that are first generations, there is so much that you're coming up against. You're going into college, you're trying to figure out like, okay, I need some scholarships because I can't pay for this. Like, how do I do scholarships? How do I do FAFSA? How do I do this? How do I do that? You're doing everything from scratch. Like, you're learning through the process. So, as a first-generation sensei and someone who statistically shouldn't even, like, the statistics don't say people like us are going to make it to college. You feel me? But what did you learn from, like, beginning to end being a first-generation college student? There's so much we learned. I know you had a sign with that one. I know. Definitely, it's definitely so much we learned. But I think like learning from everything we learned. But it's definitely not. It's definitely so much we learned. <laughs> all right, all right. For one, especially a person, a person from where we from. You know what I'm saying? Being where we from, communication skills. Yes, huge. Like communication skills. That's 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 a big, a big number one. Like that's might be at the top for me because from where we from, we we haven't seen all these different races or different types of people and personalities and stuff. We used to the same person, the same type of race. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like we definitely learn how to be diverse and communicate and just learn how to 
the environment. Or whatever. It's just like it's just like survival mode or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and then um, actually being like first generation, like we learned that we can pass it down. Facts. Like we we definitely can pass it down. It, it don't have to be to our family members. It might be to a young person back at home or something that dream to go to college, but they don't know what to do or how to go. They, they just don't know. And what we learned is, oh, they don't know, but I'm going through this first. So I can give back. And it'll benefit. It'll benefit both of us. It'll definitely benefit. It, 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 it'll definitely benefit. So it's like, um, uh, that's, that's definitely the main thing. Learning how to just give back. And I'm be able to, know I'm going to be able to, or if I get this, like for me, if I, if I know I, I can get a coach position shoot, or I can go back and teach my kids, I mean, teach my players and stuff, or sign up for this, for the SAT, ACT, and all that stuff, like, nobody knew nothing about that. Nobody, like, especially back at home, they don't know nothing about the test scores. They think if I get a certain GPA, I'm just in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta apply for fine trade. You gotta, you gotta do all that. You house and all, you gotta do all that on your own. Like, and then you, and then first generation. Uh, I mean, of course, a lot of us actually be on our own and stuff like paying for stuff, providing and stuff, but actually like, oh, I got my apartment. Like, okay, if we was alone, we was in like, I got my apartment or, or somebody else raised us, but we was in the house mm-hmm. or, or whatever that we didn't have to worry about. But now, first generation, we go out to school, oh man, I got my own apartment. I know I gotta pay this bill by like this day, this day. I can't be late. Like that's definitely what you have. What, what, definitely what you learn. Like nobody holds your hand. Yes. Nobody, nobody babies. This, this is the real world. Facts. And it's terrifying <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's just paperwork, yeah. but you're like, if I do this wrong, like yeah. And then also yeah. said that like you went to two different universities, right? You went to Eastern Mexican yeah. University, and then what was the other one you went to in Arizona? Uh, Eastern Arizona. Eastern Arizona. Okay, so well, what I'm were? I mean, well, Arizona. Okay, what? What were the differences between the University of Arizona and the one in uh at Eastern that we go to, or we just finished that? Um, I can say the biggest. Okay, cause they both was in uh, they both was in small towns or whatever, but I think the biggest difference. What I was surrounded by, Ooh. meaning, meaning like, yes, the, yes, the um, um, the mountains and stuff. But I mean, like the races, like, is it like, oh man, we got a pile of, uh, kind of poly. They got a poly here, or we got a Mexican here, or we got a, um, say Caucasian person here. Like that's definitely a different because what we at now, you know what I'm saying? Definitely Mexican, you know what I'm saying? Definitely Mexican, Mexican and stuff. And to me being, me being, me being, I'm from Augusta, all all blacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona. When I got to Arizona, I want I want you to sit up Hawaiian. Like, I ain't know these these different races existed. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. Like <laughs> what? Uh, wait, I ain't never heard of that. What? And you see, you seeing all that. And you like, dog, I gotta adapt to this environment as in like I gotta learn how to talk. I can't I can't be like I 
can't talk all crazy and stuff or <laughs> my for one for one for one because my accent strong anyway so I can't like yeah. talk how you usually talk I gotta slow it down and all that so it's just like learning how like that's the big that was the biggest difference the culture, the culture saw the culture the culture changed definitely like the scenery you know what I'm saying like all that stuff it, it was just that, that, that's, the, that's the difference exactly and I think that's that's a big thing that I feel like people don't understand until they actually get to college is the crazy culture shock that you're going to go through. Like, even me, I'm a small-town kid from Raton, New Mexico, like, the demographic out here. I didn't even realize it until I got to college. I was like, dang, like, I grew up with a lot of white people, truly. Like, I did. There was, like, there was like all my white friends that I grew up with, and then there was, like, the Latino kids. And you didn't even yeah. realize, I didn't even realize till I got to college, like, damn, Reed, you were like, you were one of those poor kids. Like, that's who you were. <laughs> and then you get to college and, I mean, you're around African-Americans, Puerto Ricans, people from Brazil, like, foreign exchange kids. Yeah. I have friends from Nigeria. Like, it's just you're meeting so many different types of people that it's re- it really yeah. forces you out of any type of shell that you have. And one of the main things I remember, even you saying to me, Cynthia, you were like, Ray, where are you from? Like, why do you talk like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do I talk like? And I'm thinking the same thing for you. Like, where's Sente from? Like, what kind of accent is that? I didn't even recognize it as like a country accent until we really like had a conversation. I was like, this dude got to be from the South. Like, it's crazy. But that's one of the best things about college, I think, is having that culture shock, meaning so many different types of people because you live in one place for your whole life so in a way you have this this small-minded aspect of you that's like this is all that exists then you get to college and you're learning all types of different skills perspectives ideas from a whole different myriad of different people and it's dope also overwhelming but it's dope oh yeah definitely then you get like connects you never know you never know Yeah, I think that's, if there's one thing anybody who's listening to this that's either in college currently or is about to enter college, or even if you left college, if there's one thing you know, you're going to meet some of your best freaking friends, some of the best people in your life, and maybe even some of the worst people in your life during your collegiate career. Like, I will, this is so crazy. People, like, think I'm out of my mind whenever I say this, but I have an entire master's degree. I'm an MBA, and I will not tell anybody to go to college. I won't. But I will say... I only say that because college might not be for you, genuinely. It might not be for you. But if there's one thing anybody can gather from a collegiate experience, it's the experience, literally. Because you will change in ways that you cannot change without going and being in the mix, in that big bubble of just different people all working towards the same thing. At the end of the day, all we're trying to do is get our degree. That's what it is. And every other little thing that mixes itself in in the midst of that is 
That's just, it's just life, you know? But you're with each other through the best and the worst parts of your life. Like, you're seeing your best friend stress the hell out. Like, in Cynthia's case, like, you're seeing your friend become a father. Like, but he's still an athlete. And he's still a student. And he's still young. So he's still learning. Like, so many different things are taking place all at once. And it's beautiful, but it's chaotic as hell. So, I mean, honestly, Cynthia... Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, because I, I was going to say, I feel like, shoot, we done dropped some gems on these people. I think they've learned a lot from this one, but do you have any final pieces of advice, anything that comes to your head or maybe something that I didn't mention that you feel like you can provide expertise for? Um, I think we hit, we hit a lot of main bases, um, but my advice, I said this is going to be my, my like, goal in um, the new year, or I was saying myself, but... Um, the word was elevate. Like, just always remember, like, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to elevate and shoot up. Like, I'm not here to backtrack. I'm not here to be done this stuff. I'm going to college to elevate my skills, my learning, get better in life. So, just look at everything, like I say, in a positive note. Don't don't look at the negative. And always remember, like, elevate. Facts. I love that. That is the whole entire entire demeanor of Sante, y'all. He just... You work very hard. You've overcome a lot. I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm so blessed to have met somebody like you. And I'm glad that you could share your skill sets with the people. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Sente, I'm going to talk to you soon, bro. All right. All right, later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been another episode of Retake, the fatherhood edition with my man, Sente. Y'all, I hope that you gained some gen from this. Not even if you're a father or a student athlete, just if you're just a person in general, there's so much that can be learned from this man. And the way that he carries himself, the way that he is, he's just a remarkable person. I love him so much. And I'm like I said, I'm so blessed to know him and have had him been a part of my collegiate experience, y'all. So with that being said, tune into the next episode. This is the College Series of Retake, a podcast on perspective. I'll see you next time.